Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. The connection between you and your therapist matters. That's why Alma focuses on helping you find the right someone to talk to, not just anyone. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search by what you want to focus on, like anxiety, relationships, or big life transitions. You can also specify preferences around gender, race, faith, and more to help you find someone who's more likely to understand where you're coming from. Alma also makes it easy for therapists to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of providers in their directory accept insurance for sessions, so you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash not just anyone to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash not just anyone. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Patriots Party with your old pals, Fitzy and... I'm trying, man. I'm trying. We're all doing the best we can here. Yeah, it's the latest edition of Six Rings. And are you really? Yeah, it's Six Rings. Yeah, you Is Trent can. Brown doing the best he can? No. Well, you and I are, at least. We're doing our end. As a matter of fact, yeah, Six Rings and Football Things, latest edition following the Patriots' demolition at the hands of the Saints. Oh, but how the mighty have fallen edition. It's Fitzy, it's Hart, producer Justin Turpin, as always, brought to you by WEI Odyssey and 2400 Sports. On this particular episode, we will run through the grades from last Sunday's game. I think you know what they're going to be. They're not going to be good. We'll also discuss the fact that the New England Patriots, uh, leaders in some categories in the NFL, all the wrong ones, of course, have found a new low, and that would be the bottom of the NFL power rankings. Oh, geez. And then in the second half, uh, we're going we're gonna to do a little bit of what's everybody saying? And uh, as we begin our look ahead to the next all game, all good things, all good things, as Olaf oh, would say. In uh, yeah, isn't all good things. Didn't nope. someone's mom say if you don't have anything nice to say, you shouldn't say anything at all? Well, well that's going to do it for six rings and football. Things. We'll talk to you next week. That's this week's episode. Uh, yeah, we got a. Uh, we've uh, kind of gone through the football media, the talking heads, the former players, and beyond to see what they're saying, and also uh, wonder aloud: Can it get worse for Mac Jones? Because right now. He is in a bad, bad way. All right, but we begin hard as we always do on this episode following the game. Just we have to go through it because we said we were going to do it in our perfunctory capacity. Uh, the grades for the game on Sunday. 
And uh, last week we said F because it was such a bad game, but we could have maybe squeaked out a maybe a D or a D minus for somebody or one or two positional groups. There is not a single player. There's not a single positional grouping. There's not a single coach, not a single nobody or nothing that can escape the wrath of the almighty F this week. In fact, were there a grade worse than F? If, uh, if, if a G were such a thing, if a Z is people just were a grade to just truly, truly epitomize just how far the mighty have fallen, they'd have earned it. They, the, I, I think that actually was in addition to the worst effort the New England Patriots have ever put forth on a football field, I think that may have been the worst effort, the most pathetic game I've seen a football team play in a long, long, long time. Yeah, I was thinking about the grades, so they're definitely staying back because I, I don't even think they can go to summer school and make up for what they've done. So they're staying back. They're going to repeat oh, this grade they're full, in. Their full, grades absolutely. are so bad. It's basically just incomplete. You're going to get kicked out. of. You're not even in the real school anymore. What's right. the other school they send you to? That's like, there's like a, when you get in really bad trouble and need a lot of help, you even get bumped to a oh. different school. Oh, like I would like that. halfway through the, if if we're talking about like getting kept back, I would just send them home and say, come back next year. Like, go on. Yeah. I don't care what you do. Go learn a trade. Hang out with your parents, whatever. We'll try don't again get, next year. Yeah. Like this is, yeah. Can you actually do that by the way? Can you, can you just say like, you know what guys? Nah, we'll well, I mean. Bill says they're going to start over, which isn't a thing. You can't actually start over in the middle of an NFL season. They actually force you to keep mm -hmm. playing games and showing up and finishing. But, yeah, I, I don't – I really – you know, Sunday we did the thumbs up, thumbs down, which sans thumbs up. It was just thumbs down. So that tells you we can't even really reach to fill that out anymore over the nope. last two weeks. And I'd include everybody that's mm -hmm. Bill Belichick, it's – Robert Kraft, you know, he sets the tone. Bill Belichick sets the tone. And, you know, all the examples from the game of not challenging the Duggar interception, which I think everybody thought was an interception, including Duggar on his social media when he posted that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the of not going for it. The, the whole players thing. Players like, openly contradicting. I mean, where are we that players are openly now contradicting decisions made by the coach? You have friends of the quarterback uh, providing – thoroughly unflattering assessments of the players and personnel. Like this is what dysfunctional organizations and bad football teams do. So when people say, when the, the blind faith of some of the Foxborough football fans come out and say, that season's not over yet. They're going to turn it around. I know it. There's going to be his finest match. Like there are still some people saying that. Andy. Where, where? There's a few. Where? I, I want to see, show me five. I know a couple. People are like tripling down on the they double drunk? down right now. They, they on drugs, alcohol, like could what be, exactly? Could a lot, a lot of different stuff, a lot of I different think... substances. They may, I might get to a point, Andy. Remember a couple of years ago, there was like, when was this? Like oh five, I want to say. They shut off liquor sales at the previous Meadowlands Giant Stadium for a Monday night game between the Patriots and the Jets because things had gotten so rowdy at the stadium. Could we see a situation where no, they no? There's one thing Robert needs to do. If the team's going to suck, he might as well make some money off the beer. He can't shut that off. But I was actually thinking, so the bad old days, because everybody's mm -hmm. now coming out of the woodwork, uh, 30 years, I haven't seen anything like this. It's A early lot of 90s, calls are that. leading. A lot of calls are starting off with, guys, I've been a diehard 46 years, and I've been, I've been through yep. the suck. Yes. And it made me wonder, because the suck included in, at Foxborough Stadium, paper bags over their heads, 
when do we see the first paper bag over a fan's head at Gillette Stadium? Because it's coming. If they continue on anything like this path, this trend, this performance, there will be a paper bag over somebody's head at Gillette Stadium. And then there will be more of them. Because if you're going to go, you might as well get on TV, right? Yeah, you may as well try to make people laugh or right. not see the or not see the punch coming your way. Right. So I, it's this is um, and this is one of my pet peeves. Even my friend Judy Batista, who I love, screwed it up this week. Uncharted waters, not uncharted. It's not about the boat you hire to take you. It's uncharted. Mm-hmm. There is no it's map like telling no you map what this to it. looks like. Um this is uncharted war- waters for so many fans, so many people, so many in the media, so many in this organization. And we've talked about this. You're not only getting, and we'll get into some of these, the Julian Edelmans, the Asante Samuels, the Teddy Bruskies, whoever, uh, Devin McCourty, the former players outside the walls talking about, wow, this I this I've never seen this. But you need to remember, if they've never seen it, then the people inside the walls who have no positive history with Bill Belichick, which is the bulk of the roster not named mm-hmm. David Andrews and, and Matthew Slater and the majority right? of the co- and the majority of the coaches basically not named Bill O'Brien so what are those people thinking like this guy's the greatest coach ever he didn't challenge he just gave up on the game by by punting like this guy's a goat so you when we were coming on we were talking about could it get worse can it get worse what's worse they're 32nd in power rankings they suck at offense they suck mm-hmm. at defense everybody's hurt their best players the whole thing can it get worse? Yeah, I think it can because the next step is not football sucking. It's taking dysfunction to the soap opera level. And last year, dysfunction was an offensive thing. It was mm-hmm. Matt Patricia. It was the offense. I am wondering if this continues, do we start to get dysfunction on an organizational level where there will be whispers and stories and reports, kind of like we saw from Fox mm-hmm. in regards to Max friend, but is it mm-hmm. a friend of bill? Is it a friend right. of Robert? Is it with confidant? Yeah. A confidant of X, uh, you know, an associate of, so someone close to the inner circle said blank. And listen, we're not unfamiliar with scandal, obviously dysfunction and, and stories therein. Of course, we all remember the wicker sham, Shamalama ding dong from 2017 Guerrero over here, Brady over there. Things like that are also detailed in Jeff Benedict's book, The Dynasty. I know, but the thing is, that's the thing. Even the worst of all of it was still swept under the rug, ignored, managed, or tolerated because they were really good. Because one Matthew Slater, I remember him joking about this in our past life when we were doing interviews with Mike Mutt McNansky on uh, Monday night's show on WEEI would joke Mm -hmm. about like not every locker room was perfect. Not every Mm -hmm. team got along that. They had issues, but winning kind of brushes right over it, brushes it over there. It's and the Alex, ultimate panacea prescription Alex Cora yeah. joked about the Red Sox winning teams and like, oh boy, the stories I could tell you, but it seems like they only get out when you're losing. When you're winning, they the stories don't get out of the clubhouse, don't get out of the family. And, well, the Patriots aren't winning. In fact, they're losing at a level that has many saying, well, the worst loss – Wait, this is the new worst loss? Oh, we got to update yeah. the worst loss list again? Jesus, right. we're going to do this every week? I We agreed coming off of the post-game show on Sunday night, and I would just advise everyone, if you're listening to this right now or consuming it on YouTube, you may or may not have tuned in live or listened uh, when we put it on the Six Rings feed, the post-game show. It was very entertaining, and then some. Uh, in a bad uh, way. Call, 
in in the wrong way. Well, not, not no, in it was a entertain- dynasty. We always no. win. We win Super Bowls kind of way. Kind of entertaining the in the way. wrong way. The wrong yeah. way is in like the team is headed the wrong way. And you just mentioned the power rankings. I just whipped up a little piece for weei.com. A uh, little thing that I did uh, on the power rankings. I just want to run through these with you real quick, Andy, because it's kind of shocking. Now, of course, everyone that has an axe to grind with Bill or always has thought he's arrogant or doesn't like his postgame press, press conferences. The scandals, the bill has come due, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they're going to pile on when they can. But uh, this is a little, it's called Welcome to the Bottom. Patriots crushed in latest power rankings. The highest they appear in any national power ranking, Andy, is, believe 29. it or not, 20, 25th. Oh, see, they got, now, I actually now, think there's reason for that. Because I this was very common. I don't know about you, but I got from family members, from friends, texts like the other night, they're the worst team in football. And I said, they're not playing well. I do not believe, I said, they're bottom five. I think they're among the five or six worst teams in football. I don't think they're the worst team in football. Like, I, I think if they played the Panthers, they'd beat the Panthers. Uh, they Come on. Should, they should beat the Panthers. Yes, because okay. we just heard Frank Reich speak this morning about how Basically, what he said it was the it was the press conference equivalent of "Sir, blink your eyes twice if you don't feel safe inside the house." He basically outed that David Tepper made him take Bryce Young when he wanted to take C.J. Stroud. So he had a Tepper tantrum. Oh. I guess he has to Tepper his expectations. Oh, Patriots he, may suck, but we still got it. Hey, and here you and I are Teppering the, you know, like peppering the like we're pe- okay, Teppering the. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, all right, right. Um, uh, wouldn't you like a, wouldn't you like parties? a, wouldn't you like a Dr. Tepper too? <laughs> See, we, no, got this is all we got people. This, I don't know what else to do at this point. Okay. Anyway. So, uh, sports illustrator was the 25th, uh, and it was Connor Orr, and he, oh, that, up, that no, doesn't count. No, I, no, 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 no. I would going to be the freaking top seed or whatever the hell. Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? No, he sucks. Right, he doesn't no, no, count. No, no, he actually He's links cute. up to a piece that he wrote. In his power ranking saying, I owe everyone an apology. I thought these Patriots could be good. My bad. There's a mea culpa in there as well as he puts them 25th. I'll continue. Does it? Does he also say, so I clearly don't know football talent or the <laughs> I NFL. knew you would say, God, are you the, oh, man. Who thought this are. team could be good? All right. All right. We've got plenty of pod for that. To you come. barely could sell good. I said nine and eight was their ceiling for God's sakes. That's my point. Uh, CBS Sports, Pete Prisco said 29th, quote, it's hard to believe they are this low with Bill Belichick as head coach. Maybe it was Tom Brady for all those years. ESPN gave them 30th. Uh, the Athletics said they are 30th overall. New England's minus 76-point differential is the second worst in the league, and talk of Belichick being pushed out the door suddenly doesn't seem crazy. Yahoo gave them 28th overall, and their only assessment was, it's just all terrible for the Patriots right now. And... Worst of all, they did finish 32nd in one power ranking. That's right. PFT, Mike Florio and company, quote, the knives are out for a chronic curmudgeon who can't coach his way out of a growing list of mistakes. I hate to say this as somebody whose wardrobe is like over 30% Patriots gear, most of it from our championship days of past. I don't disagree with a damn one of them. I don't. How could you? why i just wear high school football gear now at least we win games yeah i'm gonna go back to the star wars and beer merchandise now i think pretty much <laughs> i no, mean it, i had just it, gotten the tom brady stuff out of retirement because i felt comfortable wearing it again that's about all we got 
glory days. Yep. Again, yes. Yeah, I know. That's become a regular part of this. And they have passed us by. So, but is it as bad as it seems? You know, how like recency bias, you get caught mm-hmm. up in the moment. We do it in training camp. I talk about it all the time on our camp podcast. Like you feel like it's been forever when really you're talking about three days. You're just in the midst of this tunnel vision toward the practice. And this guy sucks because mm-hmm. he's had two bad practices or this guy's great because he's had three good practices. Are we simply here? Like, are we, are we just so fixated on the last two games where they got blown out by Dallas, who's clearly one of the best teams in football? I'm now being told Dallas fell on their face the following week. Sorry, update that comment. Andy. Lost by 32. So. And then they go home and, you know, the juggernaut that is Derek Carr and the Saints came through. Buzzsaw, what? I'm now being told they are not a buzzsaw. They wanted to fire their offensive coordinator before mm-hmm. Sunday's game. And, and their quarterback had a sprained AC joint. Yeah. In his right, in his, and his throwing shoulder, mind you. Um, But are we, and I'm I, joking, are we too myopically fixated on the failures no. of the last no. two weeks? No. No, 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 so, no. See, no, I have to be no, the voice no, of reason no. always. I don't I don't they're think not so. as good as many people thought they were to start the year, and they're not uh-huh. as bad as people think they are right now. Uh, they've got two weeks to prove to me and everyone else that is basically still shell-shocked over the blast radius of the past two weeks. They've got two weeks uh on the road in Vegas and then at least putting up a fight at home against Buffalo to prove otherwise. Else come the time they d- they go down to Miami to potentially give up a 56-burger to Tua, the dominator of Belichick and all things Patriots. If that happens over Halloween weekend, then by the time the Commanders game comes around in early November, that's when you'll see your prediction of people going with Aints-style paper bags over their head right after Halloween, no less, to Gillette Stadium. I think they have two weeks, too. And look, dude. It's, it is that bad. Like, you are what your record says you are, and you are what the numbers say. The Patriots do lead the league. I jested earlier in the pod in several categories. The problem is they're, like, they lead the league in most possessions that end in <laughs> turnovers oh, yeah. and punts. They lead the league in offensive possession. inefficiency. They lead the league in uh, uh, lowest run block rate, lowest pass block rate. I mean, it's unreal how many stats they lead the league in right now. They're just all the worst ones. And I can't believe that Clem doesn't know what he's doing, that Belichick has lost his fastball, that Bill O'Brien is on drugs. Wait, or... Why can't you believe Belichick has lost his fastball? To that, de- Andy, to such a degree that he would go from, in five years' time, leading a Super Bowl-winning team his sixth in 20 years to being the, the laughing stock of the entire National Football League? I mean, that's a steep, that's a, that's a decline that nobody could, that's a decline nobody could even engineer on a roller coaster. He's in his 70s, correct? I know plenty of people in their 70s that still have their verbal, mental, uh, yeah, me too, you know, and emotional fastball. Me too. I also know plenty that fall off a map in all of those things. That I wouldn't get in a car with them. I'm not. That I wouldn't let I'm them. I'm not going to take the. I'm not going to take the ageist route. That's uh, not, that's the, not the way I'm going. That's go. not ageist. It's called reality. People die in their 70s. People, people lose. People die in their 20s. Capacity. For God's sakes. I mean, no, no. no. At the same rate as their 70s? Is that no, how that works? But no, but life okay. is unpredictable. Hopefully, so your you know, body breaks down. Your brain is part of your body. Your body. Like it's mm-hmm. I, I've never understood why people get uncomfortable saying that someone in their 70s is old. Because old. Like why is it? I mean, I mean set like people the don't look American at people lives to what 76? Late 70? 70s, yeah. No, I I, I mean, I, we're I, maybe we're extending. Oh, I'll find that's out women. Right now. He's a man. 
Men don't live as long as women. He's a man. Last I checked. He's a man. He's 71. Yeah. Come after me. Uh, As of 2021, the average age of death in men is 73 years old. Okay, great. He's two years from death, and you don't think he might have lost some of his coaching ability? Uh, Like, this isn't a joke for me. Like, I've never understood. Wow, women outlive us by six years? Jeez. Yes. Why? I watch the dumb videos on the internet, and it's always a man. Well, yeah, but usually the ones that I watch on the internet, you know, involve somebody, like, delivering a package to the porch and slipping and falling and having a hilarious outcome or, you know, as as men, we're idiots. We die in our 30s and 40s, and we bring the average way down because of our idiocy. Because of our idiocy, yeah. The, the Dark Darwin is, party of one. Yes, it's it's not ageist to say Bill Belichick is old. It's not ageist to say when do they start putting you? When do they start giving you a, a discount? Oh, that's fifty five. When do they start putting you in special housing? Fifty five. And he's well, you're eligible for it. He's 60, 16 years beyond that. And mm-hmm. it's hard for people to say maybe he's not as good as he once was. Like, actually, he's he's lost one of his nice houses recently. <laughs> but like. Uh, so like everything's falling apart for this man right now. Literally. How come he like, can think Tom Brady falling can fall apart? Off, how come he can think Tom Brady can fall off the map at 38 or 39, but somebody can't think he could fall off the map? Yeah. I mean, that's the, the cru- that's, that's the cruel mirror to all of this is that he was thinking well before Brady fell off a cliff and Brady never really fell off a cliff. He just no. wasn't as good as he no. used to be and decided he just yeah, I, I, actually he jumped and he grabbed his daughter and then everyone was like, oh, Brady. Right. A lot of hand wringing. Uh, he he thought Brady was Dunsky long before Brady was actually Dunsky. And then when he said, "No, Tom, now you're definitely Dunsky," Brady was so motivated that he went somewhere else and shoved it right back in Bill's face. And then still continued to play at a high level the next couple of years. And ironically, people like you can't say Bill is Dunsky long after he might have been Dunsky. He very well. You know, actually. I want to save that for the next leg of the podcast where we get to what everyone has been saying, because I think somebody said something this morning as we record today on Tuesday, October 10th, 2023. I believe somebody said something that is wildly overlooked in terms of the Patriot decline, Bill Belichick's ability to scheme, coach, plan, and do things at the brilliant level he used to and beyond. But yes, everyone got a terrible grade. They're at the bottom of the power rankings. Can it possibly get worse? We will soon can find it get better or, or can it get better? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Maybe it can get better. I, I don't know if it's it going to get better. I guarantee it will get better. I guarantee this week will not look as bad as the previous two. I guarantee there will be hints, sprinkles, uh, Reese's pieces of optimism that you can Tidbits. follow. Okay. Yep. Bread, breadcrumbs back to I relevance or at least decency. All right. I can't wait to consume them just like everyone else. And we love you guys for consuming the Six Rings and Football Things podcast. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share if you can. Hopefully, uh, we don't shake off too many people in this growing community of fan service, fanalysis, uh, is that a fan Taylor Swift dissatisfaction. No, 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 no. It wasn't that. Just okay, no. good. No, no, I'm not. I'm, here. No, I'm not doing any T swizzles. No, no, no. I'm, I'm no. I'm no Swifty. I don't judge. I don't judge. You know, I don't hate. I celebrate. But well, I know that's your job. That's your lane. I'll, I'll stay in mine over here. We appreciate you guys listening. Thanks for uh, tuning into the first part of the pod where everything sucked. But Andy promised it's going to get better. And let's find out how. My days working and taking care of my little ones can be a lot. I checked out care.com and it was so easy for me to find local, experienced, and background check sitters. Finding our babysitter was way more affordable than I thought. Care.com makes it super easy 
search for qualified candidates. You can view their profiles, read reviews and ratings, check their availability, send messages directly, get the help that you need. Care.com should be every person's go-to. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. All right, here in the back leg of Six Rings and Football Things, brought to you, of course, as always, by our friends at the FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel, make every moment more. I wish the Patriots would actually adopt that mantra or try to bring that to fruition or life sometime soon. And maybe they will as they travel out to Las Vegas to take on. I'm contractually obligated to say it that way. Sorry. Well, uh, I'm who, contractually who, obligated to say the freaking sphere might be the coolest thing. I've coolest ever thing of all time. Andy, I have to go see it. I, I know. I'm so bummed. Uh, last year I went to Vegas. Didn't it was not done. I saw the backwards pass Chandler Jones, Mac Jones, the whole thing. Yes. I was there for that on my wife's birthday too. What a memorable what a memorable 21st it was for the young lady. Uh, uh, I, I, I saw a I saw a mock-up this morning of the sphere done as the Death Star, and it looked sick. And all I could think was, dude, I'd fly out there to see a Star Wars movie in there. Can you imagine what an IMAX movie would be like in the sphere oh at this God. point with I, what I they're just, doing? I don't even need to go in. Like, I just want to drive by and see it. Like, when they oh, I want to go in. I, do you see, do you see those do videos too, of the U two of the U two show? Holy smokes! I do too. But my point is, just from the outside, just as a tourist driving by, I like it's going to cause more accidents than absolutely. anything. Like, honestly, like, t- like if there was a strip club or like or if, uh, they had, you know, Nick, if there was new nu- nu- mass nudity on the strip, if there was somebody with an actual money gun just firing thousand dollar bills into the air, that wouldn't cause as many accidents as potentially the sphere arc maybe it would but the sphere is dangerous and brilliant all at the same time and here's something funny about it james dolan the owner of it also happens to own madison square garden and the knicks that two and a half billion dollar operation he has screwed wildly for years this seemed to have gotten it right so i do wonder you bring up like um you brought up porn and and stuff like that um i do wonder so it's clearly run by massive computers like the like everything else in the world which means it can be hacked. At what point does it get hacked and something either pornographic oh, is put oh. on it or inappropriate, whatever. It's I don't even gonna know. happen. It's I mean, gonna it's happen. It's a big boob with a nipple, like oh it's, sure. It's coming. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Oh, you're gonna Somewhere see there things are on people, there. Yeah, trying to sneak you in the will. old back it's, door. It's uh, well, careful with your phrasing there, sir. <laughs> uh all right, so let's get to – so they're going out to Vegas this week to take on the Raiders who squeaked by the Packers on Monday Night Football, 17-13. Max Jacoby Crosby, Myers, why can't we get guys like that? Jacoby Myers look good. Devontae Adams still a little compromised, should be healthier next week. Jimmy G, I mean, if he's on prime time, he's got to throw a pick. Still looks good doing it, but, yes, uh, he's imperfect. 
It is going to be the old pals versus the hurting pal, Patriot pals game. You'll have Josh McDaniels, Jacoby Myers, Jimmy Garoppolo and company looking to end the Patriot season. Absolutely. Once and for all, uh, they're going to be trying to bury the Pats. This is where the Patriots are going to try to redeem themselves or at least win a game again. Hell dude, they're going to be looking to at least score a touchdown, score an effing touchdown. How about we just score first? Score. Didn't yes, do let's that get last. back on the board then for the right reason. For a touchdown. And then well, go from there. See what uh-huh. happens. Yeah. Max Crosby wreaked havoc along the Packers offensive line, which is Uh-oh. much better than the Patriots offensive line. And I hate to say it, but uh, there were a lot of people absent once again today from Patriots practice. I know you tuned in earlier to the press conferences and you heard what Bill O'Brien and company had to say. Tyquan Thornton was spotted back at Patriots practice. There is no Jack Jones. Uh, your starting guards right now against Max Crosby and the Raiders pass rush will be Antonio Maffi and City So because Mike Onwenu was not out there at the first practice of the week. Um, you're also, yeah, you're banged up everywhere pretty much at this point as well. Uh, no Demario Douglas, no Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, yeah, Mac Jones expected to be the starter this week, according to multiple reports. But Adam Schefter jumped on the Pat McAfee show on Monday, and he said that the Patriots offense is going to look different this week, kind of nebulously just floating that out there. And McAfee and the gang was like, what does that mean? Are you going to see wildcat packages? What are we going to see? And he's like, I don't know. You know, can't say it's just, it's going to look different. But then Bill O'Brien comes out today and says, says what, you know, Mac's going to be the starter. So how the hell is it going to look? How's it going to look quote different this week? I think Schefter was full of crap. I don't think he knew anything. I just think he was kind of saying like, it's going to look different. Like they're upset. Bill said, start over. They're Mm going to try. I think it's obvious it's going to look different. Like it can't look the same week to week. It can't look as bad as it's looked. Um, so I, I think more was made of that. I think Schefter gets in trouble when he goes, he used to do it on our station all the time on the morning show. Like when he takes off the information visor and then just puts on, Oh, I'm just talking football. People don't understand it. And they think he's reporting something when he's not really reporting something. He's yeah. just BS. He, he gets in trouble when he speculates and opinionates like right. he should just be just like my sources say blank. That's what he Correct. does with his um, 19 phones. That said, you know, it, it has to look different. They've scored three points in two games. If it didn't look different, then they should all be let go immediately because it means they're not trying. There's they're not. So what that will be now, I've been an advocate for Demario Douglas. Unfortunately, that may not be. A possibility if he stays in concussion protocol, um, I would get him on the field every effing snap I could, whether, you know, 70, 80 percent of the snaps. I'm so sick of seeing Devontae Parker at like 86 percent playtime and Juju Smith-Schuster and like, no, you guys are slow. You're old. You don't make plays. You do nothing with your snaps. Give Demario Douglas a chance. You know me. I'm not even a a booty guy, (laughs) Um, but I'd give booty a a, a chance. Give somebody a what do you have to lose? I mean, what the guy was trying score? if we put booty in the lineup, we won't. Score. I mean, the guy was oh, trying to make plays against the Eagles. He got open for that play. He just forgot to drag his second toe. Right, like if the field was a little bigger. He'd be good. Uh, Andy, it was a foot drag for God's sakes. Even Chris Olave for, didn't get a chance to drag a foot in the other game. The other day, Devonte Parker almost didn't like, he had like he tried to get out catch. of bounds. He tried <laughs> he to get out of, I mean, I've never well, seen I, anything like you're going to probably see a wide receiving core this Sunday of Kendrick Bourne, Devonte Parker, and Kayshawn Booty, maybe Tyquan Thornton. You'll have the tight ends. The backs Thornton. haven't done squat. Thornton? Yeah. Uh, Will Tyquan look. have a big play? Yes. 
One. I hope so. He has something. to. I just it, want something to go. Yeah! Can Mac can Mac Jones get the two and a half seconds he needs for his Pennington brand pea shooter to get it downfield to Tyquan Thornton? Because jo- Jordan Love had, and he's got his own mistakes. He's obviously uh, on a different kind of learning curve himself. Every pass, uh, his downfield passing Monday night was terrible. All of his long pass attempts netted him picks. He had three interceptions, including a 40-some-odd yarder at the end of the game when he didn't need to be gunning for the end zone. That was bad decision city population Jordan Love. Will Mac Jones be back there as well? Will Mac Jones throw a pick on Sunday? No. Wow. Save that drop, Terp. Oh, Andy doesn't feel good about that. <laughs> no, how could you? But he's been so unlucky. Like the first one, he gets hit as he throws pick. Mm-hmm. And then the second one, he hits Ty Montgomery in the hands. It shouldn't even really be a pick. It should be a fumble, right, but he bobbled right, it into the right. air. So it ends up a pick. I just think he's due to not get kicked in the nuts for 60 minutes. Or Are the Raiders the get right team? Those are the Patriots right now. Um, Sadly, sure, no, you're it's right. a winnable game and they have their own issues, culture issues. And I don't know if you watched the uh, countdown show last night. There were a lot of not so veiled shots at the Patriot way via Josh McDaniels and what they're going through in Vegas. Ryan Ooh. Clark was ripping like how, about how New England back to like the no fun in New England and one voice is the head coach and you can't show your personality and that doesn't work anymore. The, the, the modern athlete, the modern team, the modern locker room, people want to be able to express themselves. People want and, you know, they were talking about the reason they got rid of Derek Carr was because he was the voice of the locker room. And McDaniels didn't want anybody other than himself to be the voice of the locker room. And it was a lot of real sort of big picture hmm. questions about the, the, the quote unquote Patriot way and McDaniels and the failures of cast offs and all that. But the Raiders are not. I mean. Their owner was pissed off with his young hottie in the box last night. What? Um, yeah. yeah. Mark Davis was all ticked off when they, I think they kicked a field goal after a turnover and he, mm-hmm. he mouthed a hole. He see, he called somebody an a hole and it was caught wow. on camera. Um, so yeah, they're not well, exactly. Garoppolo's not playing great. No, they're, they're far from high, highly functioning McDaniels right now. Is making questionable calls. Didn't call uh-huh. a timeout. Pissed away 45 seconds. That could have I helped. think we can all agree he's not a great head coach. He may be good at uh, designing and designing plays, calling offense, and knowing when to work like in the trickeration. But I still like him, too. He was I my guy him. for a long time. But yeah. Sorry, Josh. I do need to at least acknowledge the Peter principle. You ascend to a position upon which you fail. And for you, that is head coach in the National Football League. Sorry, bud. Yeah. Now, uh, as far as other voices, obviously the Albert Breers of Sports Illustrated saying that there's no talent. He's speaking to NFC, NFC or NFL executives. And I love how we're pretending this is new. <laughs> like, yeah, no, but like they're all new. just like jumping. I know, I know. No, but like no. now this is basically everyone else that was sort of afraid to say it. It was discussed internally. People in preseason at training camp were saying as much. But now the voices are getting louder. They're amplified by the Patriots' ineptitude and failures thus far this season. And so you're calling cowherds. All the things we've been hearing, those things, could they be that people are saying Mac Jones has lost the locker room, that he doesn't have as many friends in the room as he used to? I don't know. I can't personally attest to that. We just know that there are people in Mac Jones. I think he's lost the games. Yeah. You could. My guess is... Mm-hmm. Hunter Henry still really likes Mac Jones. Yeah, I feel like they're so legitimate. Kasicki, probably, yeah. 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 But you know what Hunter Henry doesn't like? When he's wide open, 20 yards downfield, being like, who the hell is that ball going to? Because it can't be coming to me because it's five yards over my head. Like, no one likes to not have fun 
competing and playing mm. and going to work. In any workplace in America, there's plenty of people that like to hit happy hour after work and have beers, but the guy's an a-hole at work, right? Like, mm -hmm. you still like him outside of work. You'll golf with him on Saturday, but he's your boss now. He got promoted. He's kind of a dink. He, he's treating you like crap. He didn't give you the promotion, whatever. Like, the actual product and work can be um, – can wear on people and that i yes. think that's the real reality when you don't score when you don't move the ball you can like mac all you want as a person you guys can have buffalo chicken dip on thursday night football but you don't want to play with him on sunday because he stinks because no, it's great if losing it becomes grating and it yes. starts seeping into many other aspects of your life making you wonder do i suck why do we suck what's going on devin mccordy said he can't believe how bad things are going julian edelman piped up when he was on colin cowherd what did edelman say again about this is a, a ta uh, it's more of a talent issue. Like maybe Bill needs yeah. to get someone in there to help him draft offensive players, especially on offense. And he was even taught. He's like, we we've missed a lot of offensive picks lately. He was even talking about past mistakes where he was still part of it. Seeing guys and like, that guy's not a first round. I'm guessing he was talking about Nikhil Harry. But, Nikhil Harry. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure he was. Cause it is what it is. You, you know me, the truth is never mean. So like, unless you're just flat out a PR guy spinning it, like you're mm -hmm. bears Nigerian. I don't expect Bears to ever come out and say, Bill sucks. He blew all these draft picks, whatever. Unless you're that, the reality is that's the situation. You've you've screwed a lot of pooches. Now, Scott Pioli was on Good Morning Football today, okay. and he's doing like his weekly appearance there. And obviously, given his close ties to the organization and what he helped them achieve years and years ago, Pioli's got some feelings on the way things are going for the Patriots right now. And... They brought up Ernie Adams and the loss of Ernie Adams, if you will, organizationally a couple of years ago. He retired, uncoupled from the organization. And I'm just going to float it out there. Have we undersold how significant a loss Ernie Adams was to Bill Belichick, the New England Patriots, the operation in the locker room, in the film room, on the sideline and on the field, and basically to the Patriot way because he left in 2020 what have they done since 2020, but precipitously found their way downhill and gone from a preeminent to a reasonably dysfunctional organization? Probably. Um, I mean, like, the guy's a genius. Guy's a he's an awkward dude, but he's genius. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he's a genius or not. Like he he's had a lot of success on Wall Street and a lot of success in the NFL. The the fingers would mm -hmm. point towards him being really good at the things he's done in his lifetime. Um, For sure. But everybody, I think, needs trusted advisors, confidants, like we all screw up. And in mm -hmm. the heat of the moment, you screw up more than normal. Like it could be your wife, like you're all fired up and maybe she just, you know, puts her hand across and says, take a breath and mm -hmm. let's do this. And you're like, yeah, I needed that. Right. And who knows what mm -hmm. would have happened in, in, in that real world. But now do I think it's any one of them? No, I think it's the classic. We've talked about it. Like was Ernie perfect? No, I go back to the Super Bowl against the Rams where Tom Brady had to convince them to kick a field goal. Remember when he had to say he was mic'd up and he said, kick the field goal and the game's over. What are we talking about? <laughs> right. Like, and, and like, so you lose that you, mm -hmm. so maybe Mac, they go, shut up, Mac. We'll, we'll, we'll handle this challenge. We'll handle this. Like, and you lose Ernie and you lose mm -hmm. Dante Scarnecchia. And it's just that combination of factors. The massive brain drain. Yes. The reality is Bill was overrated. Bill screwed up back then. Brady covered it up like Shannon Sharp. His big takeaway this week yeah. I heard was like, I, 
I owe Brady an apology. I underrated how important and how good he was. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's true. I think everybody properly rated Brady. He was great. He got a lot of credit for being great. I think we overrated Bill at times. People like you. Look at that. It took me 36 minutes, but I uh, slid it you in. Finally, there. You finally got a you people. Uh, there you go. All right. Remember those so people everyone that like, comes to the pod, making sure they get what they they're here for. Good. Bill Good should run the country. Bill's the smartest guy ever. He's this. He's that. He's a football coach. He's a football yeah. coach who had a really good quarterback. He's a football coach that was really good at his job. But like, and now his but and now his buddy Donald Trump is even going on his uh you know whistle stop dog and pony tour, saying like, what's wrong with the Patriots? Oh, yeah, I watched the game the other night. Not so good. It's like Bill's very smart. He'll figure it out. But ooh, but he still had to add like, but oh boy, that was bad. Yeah, because it is what it is, and I don't. Yeah, and and the other issue that I we we talked about it a little bit earlier. Bill's old. Like, it's not strange for people to regress or not be as good, right? Like the whole, the mm -hmm. country song, not as good as I once was, but as I'm good once as ever. Well, the problem is I need to make 70 decisions a game. And if I only make one of them really well, then I'm really going to the other short, 60 right? some odd are going to be magnified. Exactly. Right. So uh, that is, and, and this is something I want to bring up and we may need to explore this in a future podcast, but we'll I just want to bring we'll up. have time. Yeah. Cause uh, we won't be breaking down wins. Um, but the. There's this idea that I've heard Andy Gresh and others say, oh, if you want to fire Bill, because I think I think moving on from Bill should be on the table. If Bill's going to say we have to start over, I wrote this column the other day. Well, truly starting over, you've tried everything else. You've you've brought in Matt Groh. You got rid of Tom Brady. You got a new quarterback with a first round pick. You spent two hundred million dollars. The next step of starting over is Bill, right? Like that's sort of Correct. the last option to start over. But it's not going to happen midseason. Well, unless he resigns, I don't rule out him resigning. I still think there's a chance Bill Belichick comes to a podium and says, I have always said that I do what's in the best interest of the football team, and I am not going to stop doing that now. I've come to the realization for whatever reason, I am no longer the person that can lead this team where it needs to go. I think the results speak for themselves. So in the interest of the football team, I'm stepping down. See y'all on Nantucket. I don't, I don't think it's a likely situation, but I don't totally rule it out. I think there's a better chance of that than Robert saying, Bill, come in my office and, and, uh, and, and as a caller on Monday night on the rich Keefe show suggested handing him a Sharpie and a napkin yeah. <laughs> and, and saying, you know what to do with this. Right. But the Gresh has said, well, if you want to get rid of bill, you got to get rid of everybody because everybody in the organization was hired by bill and trained. By I don't think that's necessarily true. Bill trained Ozzie Newsome and Ozzie Newsome built the Ravens into a great organization. I'm not willing to say, that Bill's way doesn't work. And some of the tenets and foundations of the Belichick way, which was the Patriot way, don't work. Mm -hmm. I'm saying he's not making as good decisions anymore. They've lost their way. I don't believe necessarily that Bill O'Brien can't coach. Gerard Mayo can't coach. Like the scouting department has to be gutted. That makes no or sense. That Steve Belichick can't coordinate a defense or call defensive right. plays or that Matt Groh can't assess talent. No, it just right now it's not working, whether it's tuned out or it's just off frequency or center. It's not working. It's not working. And I mean, we all know those guys do it, but it's oh, I, we can all we can trace it all back to the fact that Bill, the GM has damned Bill, the coach in large part. Well, yeah, the decisions have not been good in no. that area. Uh, now, no. I, I still don't know. Is it collaborative or not collaborative? Does Matt Groh get credit when they draft fast guys and get credit when they hit or blame when they don't? Like, right. is it all Bill? Is it not Bill? And then you let the people that swoop in and say, Robert is the one who drafted Mac. He's the one who screwed this all up. Like, 
Okay, maybe. Do you know that? Are you reporting that? Can we get some definition on that? Like, mm-hmm. w- where were those decisions made? Because, yes, I agree with you. The root of all this evil is personnel, is mm-hmm. not hitting Straight enough up. on the money, Straight up. not hitting enough on the picks, making bad decisions. But I don't know exactly how that all played out behind the scenes and who to blame. But, yes, I blame personnel for the current situation. First and foremost, if you had to pick one one vi- if there had to be one villain, if there had to be one culprit, if you will, I'd say it would be personnel. Uh, the last voice we didn't discuss was Asante Samuel, who, of course, Bill Belichick's greatest critic of all, who had recently defended the Patriots in a number of different regards, especially when the Steelers accused them of cheating in the 2004 AFC Championship game. He said that this team would be winning with Tom Brady. He said it's always been Brady over Belichick. I think we can all agree. We saw what happened last year when Tom Brady, who still had an arm, who still had his better judgment, and some reasonably sharp weapons on the outside and up the gut. Had a bad offensive line, and look what he did. Took that team to 8-9. and nine. Tom, Even Tom Brady would probably have a hard time steering this ship to 8-9 and nine with the lack of talent on yeah. the 2023 Patriots. But it's what we've talked about. They fall. They fell out of the mediocre meh mm-hmm. to the bleh. He, to the bottom the bleh. Meh. They'd be in the meh. Yeah, he, would, he would elevate them to the middle meh. I don't think they would be, as we like to call it, the tippy top. And he'd be miserable. Oh, Oh, whatever. If you thought he was the most miserable 8-0 quarterback in 2019, what do you think Brady would feel like with this squad? Yeah, Awful. So Do no good. Asante Samuel wrong again. They they would not be winning any Super Bowls this year. Ah, They don't have the talent. No, they don't. Period. Yes, I know. Like, the line is still going to suck. The receivers Mm -hmm. are still going to suck. And I go back to that. I knew the receivers sucked in my head. They're worse than I thought they were going to be. They just... I thought Kendrick Bourne might have a good year. I knew Juju was overrated, but ding. He, he's even worse. I knew Gasicki was overrated. Ding, 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 ding. Um, Parker's. How do you a think stiff. he's going to get? Is it? Can you get to twelve touchdowns if you? All have right, one? you'll get your free sandwich or your beers from whoever you made that bet with. You can take your little victory lap elsewhere. All right, it's the worst wrap bet it. ever made. Worst, worst bet ever. My God, my God. All right, that'll do for this edition of Six Rings and Football Things, a fine and fab podcast. We did our best to try to entertain, inform, provide some perspective and analysis, and so much more for you, the diehard loyal, Foxborough faithful, and Patriots pals who need a little something. My gosh, will we get it this week from the Raiders? We'll find out later this week as we'll give you, of course, our FanDuel Sportsbook Bet of the Week, our preview of Pats at Raiders with the Six Rings postgame show to follow Sunday on WEEI, and we'll try to take you behind enemy lines to hear what they're saying out in Raidenation of the fall of the mighty in Foxborough. For Jumbo, for Terp, this is Fitzy. Thanks for listening, everyone. We will talk to you soon on the next edition of Six Rings and Football. Things brought to you by WEEI Odyssey and 2400 Sports. Until then and forevermore, good day, God bless, and go Pats. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event.
Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.